Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome to a brand new technical issue filled episode of Critical Thinking Podcast. Ty Barnett. Normally, this is where I say with Ian Harris, but Ian is out of the country uh, for a little bit. He is on vacation with his family, I believe, in Scotland. I believe it's in Scotland. So I am joined by a very special guest host. I know uh, he's another ball guy, uh, but you know he, you know he's a friend of the show, a guest of the show many times, and um, a very good friend. And so welcome to the show, Mr. David Smalley. You guys, my co-host for, for for the for the short time we have here. Thanks Just to add up, you guys. This will be a hard out show because we both uh, we both have other commitments, and I promised David who took this gig literally at the last minute like last night i hit him up because i wasn't even going to do the show i was like eh, let's just skip a week but i said you know what too much shit going on in the world to not talk about so thank you for doing the show bro yeah absolutely man I'm, I'm excited to do it um so let's just jump we'll jump right into it and then uh i'll get to guys comments in a second uh Brittany griner let's just go into it and you're familiar with the situation right Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So here, here are my just off the top of my head thoughts. Yes, it's not a good idea to bring weed into a country like Russia, especially if you're black and gay. I get it. But that being said, she was found with a vape cartridge, a vape pen. Is is people walking around with these things up and down the street all day, every day here? Now, that doesn't mean that she was right. It was probably, if anything, was stupid, uh, especially knowing that we don't have the greatest relationship with Russia. I agree with that. But for anyone thinking that this is anything other than political, that's weird to me. This isn't about a vape pen. This isn't about weed. This is about using her as a pawn because this dude, Putin, who, by the way, poisons people who don't agree with him. He poisons them. And he kills people, including innocent children. So let's put all of that in perspective. Then I want to address the people who say, well, she's against the anthem. She's against the anthem, which we can get into more in the show, David. But she's against the anthem. You mean the anthem that was written by a slave owner? You mean the anthem that literally has verses in the anthem against people of color that says they will terrorize people of color? You mean that anthem? So it's not enough that she played and won a gold medal for US Team USA, even though that's the same country that has an anthem. To... So we'll talk about a few things. But David, I want to get your initial thoughts on her situation. So they've always done stuff like this, right? Like, like they, they've always done things like you hear about people. I mean, there, there was a there was a, a a white guy that that went over there and and stole a sign or something and and ended up being in prison for like six or seven years or something. And then they beat him and, and he was so like malnourished and sick that when he finally did come home, he ended up dying like within a few months or something. Like, Remember that. 
and it's all over, you know, it's just, it's just property damage or weed or, you know, having something in your pocket you weren't supposed to have. There was a guy, I don't know if you remember, we were probably kids when this happened, but there was a guy that, uh, there was an American who was in Singapore and he was getting lashes, like literally getting beaten, like publicly beaten, like six or seven lashes with a whip because he spit yeah. on the ground. Like he literally just spit and you're not allowed to spit. So there, there are these, you know, it, it's an interesting thing to discuss, but it's, it's one of these things like when, when, when we complain about our situation, we have plenty to complain about in America. Right. When we call ourselves free, that's the kind of stuff we're talking about. I mean, but at the same time, there are plenty of people right now doing 20, 30 years over weed possession, over right. ridiculous shit like that, even though it's, 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 it's mostly legalized in, in, in certain situations. So you're right. This is political. Of course, this is ridiculous. Um, and she was in the wrong place at the wrong time. It was dumb to do what she did, but damn, this punishment does not fit the crime. It's so ridiculous. Not at all. And, and, and that's, that's what trips me out about this is because people that are acting like this is anything but what it actually is. This is, she's being a political pawn. You know, they want to trade her for someone that they call the merchant of death. He's an arms dealer. I got to get his exact name, but he's an arms dealer. That's who they're proposing that they they do a swap with an even swap. You want to swap an NBA play, a WNBA player who had a vape pen for a dude who deals arms that kill thousands upon thousands of people. Well, let me tell you why they see it as equal. She is black. She's gay. And she's a woman. Exactly. So in, in, in Putin's white supremacist uh, dictator mind, that's a that's a threefer, you know, <laughs> so she's committed. She's committed so many other crimes. She was born black. She was born female. She was born gay. And on top of that, she's a damn American. So he definitely sees her as far worse than an arms dealer who is in prison. Yeah. In and, and I agree with you. And. Uh, I uh, yes to answer a couple questions, people. Yes, I am Robert. I am still in Facebook jail. I'm in Facebook jail for at least another ten what? days. I Hold believe. on, Ty. What did you do? What happened? Well, uh, I will tell you guys what happened because, and this is maybe maybe this is how uh, <laughs> how they treat us. Uh, so apparently, somebody posted a video. Uh, it was on Facebook. And it was a Christian site or something like that. It was some people who claimed to be Christians, I should say. And uh, they were mocking Joe Biden for falling off the bike. These are Christians. I want to say that again. These are Christians making fun of an old man falling off of a bike. Did I get that part out clear? Okay. You did. Yeah. All right. So in that, I said. By the way, make Ty, making fun of an old Christian man falling off of a bike. Exactly. So I said, uh, so one of the comments that, that sparked my comment was, uh, the person said, uh, get over it. This is, uh, even God would have laughed. I want to be clear. It's the Christian said, even God would have laughed at the old man falling off the bike. And it said, this has nothing to do with Christianity. And so I responded, and this is all I wrote. I said, yeah, just like, uh, Christians have nothing to do with God. 
I said, uh, I said, it's weird that the more and more you guys speak, the more and more I realize that a lot of y'all are trash. That's all I said. Yeah. And that got me not a seven, not a three-day ban, not a seven-day ban, but a 30-day ban. They probably they probably mass reported you for harassment or something. But I'm like, but uh, but you get to make fun of a dude falling off a bike. That's it, so so um so anyway, uh that's why I'm in, 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 I tried to challenge it, but you're not really challenging it with a person, you're challenging it with a robot, an algorithm, or whatever, whatever. But I was like, you know what, fuck it. Maybe I just need a break from it. But I was I'm, here's what I would suggest, Facebook. From now on, when you ban people, ban them from everything on Facebook. I don't want, don't send me posts. Don't send me, I think it's torture, because they'll send me shit and they'll say, hey, you're tagged in this, this post. And I'm like, ah, I can't comment. I can't say shit. That's Zen, why they do it. Yeah, they want you to feel, they want you to go to your room and think about what you did. That's it. You know what, it, you know what it's like? It's like those cats that uh, they had on Alcatraz. And they uh they would put them they would put their cells by the window so they could see all the lights and hear the noise <laughs> and stuff out there. <laughs> right, <laughs> man. I better hope Facebook never listens to my podcast. Oh my Ooh. god, bro! It, it's just so yeah. That that's what happened, but it's fine. It is what it is. I'm not gonna. Uh, I'm, it, that, I mean, I'm look, you're happy. you're look, you're right. What what they're doing is terrible. And there's a common saying: um, there's no hate like Christian love, right? Yeah. <laughs> and and we see that a lot right now. Jackie Cation has a really funny bit that I put on on my Twitter uh, of her saying like it seems like people want to speed up the rapture and in order to do this they're going to be horrible people. And yeah. like I don't know if you know this about the rapture they're not taking horrible people. Like the way you're behaving to bring about the rapture is counterintuitive to this and so um, exactly. got a whole bit of it. it's like a minute long bit it's it's great but it's, it, it, but, it, it's but, interesting what the mindset is and, and that's exactly bro and this is why and it ties into what we're dealing with now with all of this stuff and you say what does it mean to be a good person because you know usually back in the day people would say i'm a christian that means and then you would just assume that they're a good person mm -hmm. uh, now I, I honestly feel like it's the exact opposite. I mean, with the with the exception of a choice few, because I do have friends of mine that identify that way, and they are good people. Uh, but you you have so many people that are like they hide behind that badge. Like I've seen people like you shouldn't just like the badge of patriotism. Mm -hmm. When when you tell me that you don't want to you don't want to root for this fellow American to come home because because all she had was a vape pen you're rooting against her coming home to her home country because she didn't stand for a song that you want her to stand for even though she's a free citizen well na nationalism has replaced christianity for the most part they, oh. and they they still call it christianity but it's really nationalism so I've said for a long time on my podcast, and this is going to definitely piss some people off, but anyone who is upset by this, and I'm serious, I'm talking to your entire audience right now, anyone who thinks I'm wrong or is upset by what I'm about to say, you can go to my website and click guest, fill out this little short form and join me on my podcast. I will give you priority. DavidCSmalley.com, click guest or be a guest, fill out the form and you can be on my show and tell me why I'm wrong about what I'm about to say. 
but I've said for a long time now that in order to be a really good person, you have to be bad at Christianity. And if you are committed to being really good at Christianity, you are definitely not being a good person. The two are counterintuitive because if you're following the things that the preachers are teaching, it's divisive. They tell you who to hate. They tell you who you're better than. They tell you who is awful, who is terrible, who is a pedophile, what marriage is not to support. While good people are loving and caring and inclusive, Christianity is literally becoming the opposite of inclusive. It's about building a wall around ourselves. These are the bad people. These are the bad people. These are the bad people. You can't have this right. I'm taking this right from you. It's all a power grab and a power struggle. And so in order to be a good person, uh, you have to be bad at Christianity. I don't think you can be good at both. I, I, I don't understand how somebody could get mad at that because everything you just broke down does make, it makes absolute sense. And it's funny because I was watching this documentary the other day uh, called, I believe it's called Who We Are. Um, and I will double check that for you guys to give you guys uh, something to watch. And basically this law, uh, this lawyer goes throughout the history of America and how it was founded and why it was founded, who founded it, and the ideology about why they founded it and what they had in mind. And there was a part in there where they said, at one point, if you were a Christian, you could not be enslaved. You know, so you could, they couldn't enslave you a Christian. And I forgot, I got to find the exact court right. date. But uh, this uh, black woman went to court, said she was a Christian, and she won and said, hey, you can't be a slave. Now, instead of sticking with that and saying, okay, e even, if, even under the, the bullshit guise of what you're calling being a Christian, instead of sticking with that and saying, you know what, uh, good for you. You're a Christian and you're right. We shouldn't enslave people that are Christians, even though we don't like you as a black person, but we, you know, instead of doing that, they went and made a law that said, even if you are a Christian, if you're black, your freedom has to be given to you by a, 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 a human form. And, and I'm like, wait a minute. So Ugh. you changed it to where even if you are black and Christian, you still can be a slave. That automatically right there should have put you in the mindset of this ain't great. Whatever they're trying to do is not great. So they changed it to where even if you were black, even if you were Christian, if you were black, you are a slave. So this is this is what I mean by when you fast forward to now and you say, like you just said, like it's hard to be uh, a good person and be a hardcore Christian because they don't seem like they match up. I mean, people use it for when they decided to move in certain neighborhoods. I just don't want to be like that. I don't want to be around them. I mean, pastors wouldn't let black people come and sit in the same areas as uh, as white folks. They made it. They made it to where they had to sit in the balconies to listen to the same word of the quote unquote same God. So when I see that, it makes me think. Which, what is this about? What are you really trying to get when you hide behind that shield of Christianity? Well, I don't think they're hiding. I, I think that, you know, I, I've spent 12 years talking to them on my podcast. I can tell you, I think that they're, they, I mean, think about, 
think about this for a second. Let's think about it in this analogy. Let's say I start a company, let's say like something like Amazon, and I started this company like Amazon, and it grew to this multi-billion dollar company, and I'm the CEO, and I'm at the top, and you and I are friends, right? right. And I, you come out to one of my warehouses or complexes, and you're walking around, and everyone knows that you're really good friends with the founder and CEO of this multi-billion dollar company. You're going to have a little bit of confidence about you, right? You're going to have almost a little bit of arrogance. Like, you know, if anything goes down, I'm going to have your back. You know that, you know, not that you can go bully people necessarily, but you're going to have this feeling like, man, Dave, you know, Dave's my friend. Like, I, you know, I'm not worried about the guy on the conveyor belt or the guy on the forklift. Like, you know what I mean? You you realize there's like a little bit of you, 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 you have a little bit of privilege or preferential treatment because we've been close friends for so long. Right. So now imagine that that's not a building and it's not a business. It's literally the creator of the entire universe. And you really believe with all your heart that you are best damn friends with the creator of the universe. Imagine that level of mm -hmm. arrogance yeah. and, and, and entitlement and privilege. They don't see themselves as hiding behind Christianity. They think they're best damn friends with the world's boss. So they feel invincible. And that's where that arrogance comes from. And it, it's that mindset, bro, that how are you, it, it, okay, so when they, we follow that logic and we say, okay, well, that Bible, that book you guys use, and I want to read a couple comments because uh, uh, Robert, no, it's Chuck actually had a comment for you, had a, he had one to say something specifically to you. Um, but uh, let's say we go with that and you follow that book because you believe your best pals with, with the creator. In that book, it describes what his son looks like. Hmm. Don't look nothing like what y'all put up in the church. Yeah. Don't look nothing like that. Nothing, yeah. nothing like that at all. And so and then I've, I've asked people this before. I say, hey, you know, so why not? Why not have them be a representation of being a brown person, at least? And that's when everybody always comes and says, well, it's not about the it's not about the image. Okay, if it's not about the image, take all the images down. Why should you take all images down and let us go into it with our image of what we read in the book that you covet so much? But they won't because they know they need that little piece for you to think that the creator of all things still looks like us. Not you, Darkie, looks like us. Right. And people are using that across so many different levels. And this is why... When you have somebody that says, "Well, I'm a patriot," Wait, actually, let me let me get Robert's okay comment here because it, it was actually uh, I wanted you to address it specifically. Find it. It's... While you're looking for it, I'll tell everybody I'm at Flappers tomorrow night. Uh, oh, nice! I don't know nice. when this is going out. Is it going out today? Oh, yeah. we're live, right? Yeah, it's live. It's live. Yeah, so I'm at Flappers tomorrow night. You guys should come out. I think it's 7:30, 8 o'clock. Flappers main room, famous Fridays. I start a company, okay. say like something okay. like Amazon. Um, I cannot find this comment. Uh, I hate this new fucking system. Whenever they put this shit together, dude, this shit is horrible. Um, I don't even know what you're on. I can't see it, can I? No. Um, uh, but here, let's get a couple comments of what I have here so far. It says, uh, Curtis says, Jesus looks like Tony Shalhoub. That's fair. That's, that's fair. <laughs> I'll go with that. 
I like Monk. Could, could you imagine? Uh, could you imagine these these white conservatives like worshiping at the altar with a black Jesus with short hair? I mean, <laughs> oh my God, that would just. Mm. Well, and, and, and but this is why, like the point that we are now, and and I, I thought about you not too long ago because uh, you and I had a conversation when you came into the studio and we did the show and we were talking about freedoms and and freedom of speech and people being able to say what they want to say and, and all of this type of stuff. And I'd be interested to get your your mindset, given all of the things that have happened since that since that show. I mean, we've had people commit atrocious acts since then based off of stuff that they believe. And like like this, the shooter in Illinois, uh, this dude's all over the place with the shit that he believes. But, and no one stepped up to say anything to this kid. And that's why he was able to go out here and kill these people. Well, it's more than just what he said, his, his so, just specifically on that one, it's not just about speech. And this is where we kind of disagreed when I was on your show last. He, that kid, um, attempted to kill himself. And uh, and then it was stopped by police, I believe, or family members and then police. And then uh, a few months later, he had a bunch of knives and a sword and threatened to kill his entire family. And the police show up and they don't detain him. I think they did. They did something with him, but they they just took the swords and knives. But then two days later, his dad called and said, those all belong to me. Please return my property. So the cops returned all the knives back to the home with with the kid living there. And then a couple of months later, or maybe a year or so later, the dad like co-signs for him to have a gun yeah and then he passed four background checks despite clearly being depressed and suicidal and violent in the past uh so the background checks failed us and his father should definitely hold some accountability for signing on to approve him to have a gun so this kid legally bought this gun and then went out and did that so him him making posts are certainly red flags, but I also don't want to live in a world, Ty, where you're not just in Facebook jail for the shit you say. You you saying, you know, you Christians are being trash or a lot of y'all are trash is now taken as a threat that you want to take out the trash. So now you're in jail for something you said. America's gone at that point. But now, now I, I should have given you the other part of that. That very same day that I got banned, a friend of mine... Uh, send me a screenshot of somebody calling him the N-word who wasn't banned. Oh. So that, that freedom is weird. That, that freedom, freedom is weird. Yeah. And I think I've saying, well, when we pick and choose what, what things are able to be said, I can't call any Christians trash, even though that they're doing trash ass behavior along with mocking an old man for falling off of a bike. But right. this dude has the freedom to call a black person the N-word. Also, there's a person that I personally reported just because I wanted to see how this shit works, because I this is not recently, this is a while ago. I reported somebody for posting a video of an Asian kid uh, playing with a, uh, is it a dog or a cat, just wrestling with the, the, the animal. And the caption said, no, you're supposed to cook it first. And I was like, this is pretty racist. Just assuming that, because you wow. know the stereotype. 
I reported that person twice. And I, they got back to me and they said, that didn't violate our standards. Yeah, so, so TikTok so has done the same thing to me where there was a guy going to minors posts. And I say that because my daughter was a minor and he was going to a, a lot of girls posts and saying, uh, bitch, you better call me daddy. Uh, on Father's Day, he came to my daughter's video. Uh, damn. He, he commented on my daughter's video and said, you need to wish me it. Cause I, she did a, a father's day video with me and he commented on the video and said, um, you should be wishing me a happy father's day because I'm your daddy. And I, I got into it with him and he like, was like, well, uh, I, I basically did a little research, found out where he was. And I was like, you're not that far away. You may want Why to am I not surprised? Yeah, I was like, you may want to watch your fucking mouth because I this shit ain't just on the internet for me. Like, I'll, like, this is bullshit. And he then told me where he was, but he gave me the opposite. He tried to say he was in Long Beach when I knew he was actually up north. And uh, anyway, I, he's like, he tried to be bad. I was like, you want to meet up? I was like, absolutely. And I followed him and sent him a DM and I was like, let's talk. Where do you want to meet? And then he blocked me on everything. Of course, they always do. But throughout the process, though, I saw probably 40 different girls had complained on him. Like I was looking him up. I was going to his account. I was seeing like comments that he had made on other posts. And I only spent maybe 30 minutes on this guy and it, it wasn't hard to find. I reported posts of him go specifically targeting minor girls saying very vulgar things to minor girls. And um, I reported them and repeatedly it would come back. This does not violate our community guidelines. Mm -hmm. You have this, 40 something year old man coming to 15 year old girl posts saying vulgar shit and it doesn't violate community guidelines. Meanwhile, one of my stand up comedy clips was taken down for nudity. See, I, I was just, it was, a, it was a 40 second joke that somebody got offended over or didn't like. And it was, it was removed from TikTok for nudity. It just, but that's, but that's what I mean by they pick and choose the freedom. Right. Is it really freedom or not? Uh, Chuck says uh, Facebook face checks. Facebook fact checks posts about sunflower energy, but stolen election, not so much. Exactly, Chuck. Um, Tammy says, uh, Tam is in Facebook jail, so I will speak for him. Yep. I, hey, man, we, 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 uh, we live in the same issue, man. Uh, let's see. Tammy says, every troll that I've reported has gotten away with their uh, actual threats. I like that. <laughs> and uh, Curtis says, the algorithm. The racist Asian comment uh, was fed into, didn't get the context. Uh, humans aren't reviewing things on Facebook. Uh, that, yeah, that, that, I get that. But still, if someone says, um, if I report somebody and I say, this is offensive to me, then does it matter if it's offensive to me? Does it matter if it's offensive to, because again, some Christian got offended by that. The algorithm didn't pick up trash and say, oh, okay, well, we don't like the word trash. Somebody reported me. This is, so this is why I love the idea that, that Donald Trump has his own social media platform. I, I, I actually but think- By the way, he won't let you talk about January 6th on Truth Show Social. Really? It's supposed to be- He, he bans uh, people, like you get banned. Uh, a few people said, uh, it's a couple articles actually about it, that if you talk about, if you even talk about it, you're banned. Yeah. Um, so I love that they have that. I love that they have Parler and Truth Social and all of that. 
I love it because they they have these guys. It's it's all under this idea that freedom of speech, we can say whatever we want, and we're like, sure, type all of that shit into one database. It makes it so much easier for the FBI. Like, type all your shit. Type, make your plans, schedule all your little meetings, but do you your know, witch hunt. Go for it. Fine. You know that, 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 that doesn't happen. It, but you got the other part of that. And I, I see what you're saying, and I agree that if they go after these Parler did. Parler was Parler's database was a huge help to the January 6th investigation. I, I true, but you're still also seeing that these people are still out there mm -hmm. living their life. They're still able to think what they want to think. And this is this is where we come into this area where it's 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 great. It, it's great because I understand what you're saying about freedoms. I get it. I totally understand that. But when you're selective in your freedoms, when you are enabling others to say and do certain things, like this, this thing I watched, uh, Who We Are, um, there was a part where he was discussing uh, the, the, uh, the uh, not just the insurrection, but talking about how if, if all these people were able to go out here and, uh, oh, they were talking about um, Black Wall Street. Mm. And he brought up the fact that people rented planes. They went and rented planes to firebomb this town based off of a lie. Uh, and they went and got planes. You know, you got to write down paperwork to get a plane to firebomb this. They saw people in pictures and all that. And basically, to long story short, his point was, you are not, there's no way in the world you can go rent a plane or walk around with rifles, killing people, firebombing them without either the cops knowing about it or being in on it. And it's not just something like Black Wall Street. We're talking about up until today, where we saw that a lot of the, the agitators at these BLM rallies were actually right-wing people trying to start shit. So where, where, and, and I know you and I have bumped heads on this, but there has to be something that can be done. It, it can't just keep being, we can't do anything except cross our fingers. Because these people are being radicalized daily, all the time, all the time. Every single, I, I watched this dude break down the reason why slavery, why the Civil War was fought. Like he told him, he said, hey man, the slavery, the, 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 uh, the uh, Civil War wasn't about slavery. And he says it wasn't. He says no, it was about heritage, and that wasn't even one of the things they talked about. But that, so just so you know, that's what they that just so you know, that's what they taught us in school in seventh grade Texas history class. That and it, it was it was not about slavery. I was in okay. So 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 that's my point. So you take that you're getting that information as a child. Right. You grow up to be an adult, and you say, "Well, this is what they taught me in school. They yep. taught me that it wasn't about that." Yep. And then when this guy, so here's, but here's my point. He says to this dude, he says, well, you know that the main exports from the South were cotton, uh, tobacco, and I forget the third thing. Uh, but he says, he says, yeah. He says, you know, all of that was picked and in, in, in manufactured, put together by slaves. He says, it's like, yeah. He says, so you do know that they were fighting to keep their economic 
source. They're their cash cow. Right. And he says they know you. So he broke down all of the saying that basically the South wanted to keep these slaves so they can keep their money up. He breaks this down for the dude. He shows him. He gives him the information. And they cut back to the dude. And he was just like, yeah, well, I mean, somebody had, and I'm like, what? He just broke down for you your whole misconception about why the Civil War was fought. And instead of taking that information that that dude used his freedom of speech to break down the truth, that dude still chose to not hear it. It didn't register, it didn't matter to him. So if you're telling me that you were taught that in school and now they're fighting to where you can't even call it slavery anymore, they want to call it uh, <laughs> um, indentured servitude, maybe? No, no, they want to call it even worse than that. This is even worse than indentured servitude. Indentured servitude sounds unpaid like workers. We yeah, were, yeah, this is this is worse. They um, involuntary uh, uh, relocation. What? Involuntary relocation. <laughs> yeah, they want to teach second graders that oh it wasn't slavery. They want to call it involuntary relocation. That is absurd. You know what? Let me tell you what. Let me tell you what involuntary relocation is. Involuntary relocation is you sitting at a nice steakhouse with your daughter, and they come over and say, "Hey, Mr. Smalley, uh, check this out. We know we told you you could have this table, but we're gonna have to move you and your daughter to the kitchen." Uh, and then you're like, well, wait, we don't want to sit in the kitchen. Yeah, I know, sir, but you'll get the same food and everything, but you just got to sit in the kitchen. Yeah. That's involuntary relocation. Taking somebody's family, raping them, making them work from sunup to sundown, telling them they can't read, and burning them at the stake if they don't do what you Oh, my God. Come on, bro. So what do we do from this point, bro? What do we do? Yeah, so, so everything that you've said, I agree with you. I agree with you that that's all horrific. Um, the, and, and, and I do think there should be some form of, uh, consequence if in some cases, like for example, in Donald Trump's situation, he definitely urged people to go to the Capitol. He definitely knew people had weapons. He, he created this lie and kept pushing it, kept pushing it. He was definitely in a position of authority in politics. He was leading a group of people and then people ended up getting very badly hurt and killed. Should he be held responsible for that? Absolutely. There should be consequences on that level. And what he did was speech, but I don't believe everything he did was first amendment protected speech. I think he incited a literal riot that ended up in the deaths of, of people. So in those situations, yes, but you've got to be careful. And this is where we disagreed last time. Just imagine whatever solution you have in your head, whatever it is, you're not allowed to say this, or you can go to jail for saying this, or if you spread this rumor and thousands of people believe it, then you should be in trouble for it. The scary thing is, Ty, whatever law you want to put in place to stop that can definitely be used against you, even if you're not guilty of that thing. And that's the issue. It comes down to interpretation. It comes down to what's considered a lie. Did you know it was false when you said it? Uh, did you intentionally make it up? Um how many people have to be hurt by what you said in order for you to be in trouble right. and whatever law you put in place, let's say you don't like that being taught to, let's say a, a, a person 
teaches their own child that bullshit that slave that that the Civil War wasn't about slavery in homeschool and then that kid grows up and they tell that kid that white people are the greatest and 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 black people are inferior and yada 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 and then he's 18 he goes out on his own grabs a gun and starts killing black people and then goes to prison do his parents go to prison for that as well they never told him to kill anybody they just constantly programmed him to believe that black people were inferior and that they were the bad guys so they definitely planted the seeds. They definitely fluffed it all in there, but they never intended on him to actually hurt anybody. If we get to that point where we're now putting people in prison for, for, for saying things, now we go back. Do you, do you remember? Do you remember when Ice-T, when they, when they pulled Cop Killer off the shelves? I was pissed. It was freedom of speech. He's allowed to do this. Well, what if someone listened to that album and then went and shot a cop? Should Ice-T go to jail? When when uh, and people were listening to Eminem and then saying Eminem made them want to shoot up a school, should Eminem be arrested because his song was talking about somebody deserving to get capped? Does that mean that he's telling children to go commit murders? I mean, what I'm saying is it's a very blurry line, and I don't want to be a part of a, a society. But we roll but out we a rule. I'm almost done. I'm almost done. When we roll out a rule to stop these obviously wrong people. And then those wrong people get in power and use that rule to shut down my podcast, to shut down this podcast because it could radicalize people. And now we're all considered en enemies of the state over speech. It's going to end up being North Korea. But we're already, it's already happening. They, they, in, instead of, they already taught you that slavery wasn't slavery. They, I mean, they, they already told you, they, they taught you something different. Right. When you were young and you had to unlearn something that they put in your head. So you went through your childhood right. and your adult life thinking that slavery was something is a, just a blip. And, right. it, and, and, and as opposed to telling you the details of it, why it started, who started it, who benefited from it and who definitely did not benefit from it. So let me tell you this real quick. Now I want to piggyback off what you just said. Um, uh, Chuck says uh, policies of uh, police forces in the USA were primarily slave catchers. Uh, oh, yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. And then, um, then uh, Tommy says the one that gets mostly on my nerves. I thought about this the other day, Tommy, is uh, it says there were Irish slaves as well. I hate when motherfuckers say that. Uh, there were Irish slaves as well. Irish men, women were free as soon as their debt was paid off. Exactly back to the indentured servitude thing. Um, and so, so here, here's, here's why I, I understand what you're talking about the slippery slope. But we're already there. It's just that it's happening from one side. They don't even want you to know the atrocities white people committed. They don't even want you to know about it. So what is going to happen to that kid in 2022 when they get older and they feel like uh, they did not, they, there were no ill wrongs, nothing, nothing, nothing was done wrong. And you're just complaining. You're just complaining about a problem. That's what my mom and dad told me that you guys just complained. And I wasn't told anything different. So I'm gonna have this attitude. The Buffalo shooter. The Buffalo shooter planned that for a year, maybe, something like that, months. And you know the town that he lived in. Um if I let's see if I get this right. There was five thousand, at least five thousand people in his town, right? And in his town, 
they interviewed some people and a lot of people were feeling like uh, black and brown people were taking over. That's the words they used. They said black and brown people were just taking over the country, the area. How, guess how many black people were in that town where the Buffalo shooter came from? I don't know. 50. Damn. Five zero. <coughs> 50 people were in that town where that dude planned to go to another town. That's how little black people were in his town. He had to travel hours to another town to kill a bunch of black folks because he thought he was told that a race war was that, that, that black folks was the reason why he is not succeeding in life. He was radicalized into believing that black and brown people were the reason why he in his small town and those 50 black people in his town were the reason why he's not succeeding in life. So he planned it. Right. He, but wrote, what on, he, wrote, he wrote on the barrel of his gun, here's your fucking reparations. That's so awful. if no one stops him, well, what, what, what do you do? Because he's radicalized somewhere. He's getting right. it from 4chan. He's getting it from all these places. He's getting it from Fox News. He's getting it from these places where they are telling him, "Okay, hey, Ty, I'm with you. I'm with you on both the factual, logical, and emotional levels. I am. That is that. All of that is incredibly fucked up. My question to you is, what is your proposed solution? Do you want to put the people who type on 4chan in prison for typing things? I want to put." more things in place to call out their lies. Okay. I want to put more things in place to where you're not allowed to just say something and move on. I mean, it happens. Don't get me wrong. It happens on places in places like CNN and MSNBC too, when they allow somebody on from a right-wing media group Mm -hmm. and- Well, I mean, but but Ty, but Ty, you could look at Vice, you look at A&E, you look at CNN, MSNBC, tons of networks do specials on- on QAnon and cults and white supremacy and the the whole the guys chanting Jews will not replace us there was a reporter from Vice walking with them asking them questions tell me how the Jews are replacing you and like they expose them quite often it's just the issue is our freedom of press which people rarely talk about is actually one of the greatest things about the country and also the thing that's becoming our demise it it is allowing fox news to lie and control narratives allowing people to set up a camera and a microphone and put an american flag blue screen behind them and pretend to be news and call themselves aon or newsmax or whatever and i've been on newsmax by the way twice and it's it's it, it's so attacking. It's so like there's a religious discussion. David, what happened to you? Why did you leave the church? Like, that's not what you asked me to come on to talk about. Like, it's clearly not a reputable news source. And so they're allowed to do it because of our freedom of press. You and I could start our own thing and just put blue screen. We could be Alex Jones tomorrow if we wanted to in the opposite direction. We could say that every Republican is automatically racist and every Republican deserves to be killed and yada, yada, yada. And we could start saying all these things. And then eventually when somebody goes out and commits that act, we're like, 
we're just entertainment. We didn't think anybody would take it seriously. And then we get, get off scot-free and people are dying. That's what I mean by it being our demise. Our Vice, CNN, uh, A&E, they're all doing documentaries on this shit. Do you think my mom saw that shit in Texas? My 70-year-old white mother? Do you think she's watching Vice and A&E or CNN? Absolutely not. But do you think she gets conservative memes sent to her from family members and TikTok and Fox News piped in through YouTube? Absolutely. So the issue is we've discovered the algorithm and the algorithm focuses on keeping you engaged with content you agree with so that you can continue to be advertised to. It's all a money grab. And so if you don't like liberal shit, I'm not going to show it to you because you're going to close the app. So whatever the app is, I'm just going to keep feeding you the bullshit you already believe so that you'll keep seeing ads and I keep making more money. And meanwhile, that freedom of the press is resulting in the radicalization of 40, 50, 60, 70-year-old white people in this country. And that's ultimately what's happening. I don't think we need to shut down the freedom of press to stop it, um, but there definitely should be some level of regulation on these um, – some level of regulation, and, and, but that's, that's major I'm, news outlets. And the only solution I could possibly propose is perhaps when you get to a certain level of listenership, as long as you're fringe, you can be fringe. But when you get to a certain level of viewership or a certain level of popularity or a certain level of something, maybe there needs to be a little more regulation on what you're doing, what you're saying and how you're presenting that. Maybe but, but you know what will happen in that case, right? If someone say if someone's fringe, Right, and they can say whatever they want to say. You can say whatever you can say. Uh, Johnny Carson was a lizard. You can say whatever you want to say. He was, and then you get popular, and then you say Johnny Carson was a lizard. But hey, 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 we got to stop that. Someone's going to come along and say, Well, the only reason they're telling him he can't say that now is because he's popular. That's the only reason Johnny Carson is a lizard, even though I can't prove it. But the reason why they're stopping him from saying it now is because he's popular. And that's so you're gonna always find somebody that's gonna do the mental gymnastics. That's fine, but, but Ty, they can say that, Ty, they can say that if they want. But the reality is that that message is gonna is gonna reach fewer people. And that's the point. So Fox News, I think, is one of the greatest violators of this idea of the freedom of press. The freedom of press was supposed to be so that the news could tell the truth about the government, right? And now it's just we don't like what's happening, so let's lie about it. Let's play the January 6th committee hearing on mute while I talk over it and go, what's really going on? What are they actually hiding? Maybe Liz Cheney's beating children in a basement. Do you know? Why is it the committee investigating that? And it's just nonsense. And he gets, Tucker Carlson gets to do that. Sean Hannity gets to do that. They get to completely lie out their asses and it's considered news. And the news logo is spinning in the bottom left-hand corner at all times. And it's just, that's mind numbing. So when you've got millions upon millions of viewers and you're using that platform to lie and indoctrinate and blatantly um, deceive people, I think that's a huge problem. The, the issue, though, Ty, is once you shut Fox News down or once you say Newsmax, you can't say that or OAN, you can't say that. That's a constitutional amendment that you've got to address. And then what happens when, about like when what happens then to our shows when DeSantis is in office? Now, it's like, oh, about, oh, this podcast about... is getting kind of popular and. 
you guys are saying things that are anti-government. We're afraid that your fans are going to become radicalized, so we're going to shut you down. It, it, it's oh, a, wait, wait, wait. It's a race say, to the it's a race to say, the bottom. When you say constitutional amendment, are you talking about like say abortion or something like that? Talking about something like that to where where like people yeah. decided they wanted to change something, and yep. it's not even the majority of the people; it's a small group of people, yep. religious people who have convinced uh, the Supreme Court who lie about what they would uphold, uh, who now have took away 50 years yep. of something that was literally called the law of the land. And you're telling me I should be more worried, I should still be worried about protecting the freedom of the press when they just literally in 2022 demolished the right to uh, choose. I'm not. I'm not holding our constitutional amendment up as though it is gospel. What I'm saying is, if we use this idea that you can't say shit because it might radicalize somebody, that is going to backfire on us when we want to create our platforms. I don't want to Russia, be Russia. What, how do I, we... Russia is literally to the point where you can hold up a sign that says, I don't like war, and you go to prison. Right, but, but what I'm saying is, how, how, how far off do you think we are now when you can turn in a woman for choosing to not carry a light that she doesn't want to choose? Listen, I, that's, listen, the reason I have a hard out, like essentially right now, is because I'm going to a studio to talk with three women uh, female comedians specifically about that i'm doing what i can with my voice to spread their message uh i am totally with you but if we i'm just saying if we start putting laws in place to shut this shit down you watch it backfire on us and get our shit shut down totally when, understand yeah. and I, I know we both got the heart out but i, I just want to be clear that's already happening I agree with you. <laughs> it's already it's just, you. it's just not happening with everything. It's happening. We'll we'll, we'll revisit this when You're they right. come after voter rights, civil rights, yeah. and all that type of stuff. Yeah. Then we'll maybe then we can go after words. I just want right. a solution. Yeah, I just want I want a solution that that works for educating the public without um, being used to control people who are actually telling the truth. Because now we have to start defining who decides what the truth is. Who 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 evaluates well, the facts? Because right now, the, the the Supreme Court is trying to evaluate facts, and they could not be more wrong. I, it's it's just insane what they're doing. I got you. All right, you guys. Uh, sorry for the delay, and sorry for the the the. We do got to get out of here. Uh, I want to thank everybody. First, let me thank my guest, David Smalley. David, tell them where they can find you, bro. David C. Smalley on all social media, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, and davidcsmalley.com where you get tickets to the comedy shows. Nice, nice. You can check them out, uh, by the way, tomorrow night at Flappers Comedy Club in Burbank. Check out go tickets. I think Chuck, uh, no, I'm sorry. Curtis actually put the link in the, in the comments there. J.E., uh, yes, empathy. Uh, we, yeah, we, we, yes. Let me say this. I have empathy for the victims of the Highland Park shooting. I have victims, victims of anybody that's lost their life or was injured uh, unnecessarily at the hands of goofy motherfuckers or in, in general. Uh, and the only way we're going to get better is if we do start caring about each other because as far as I know, it's only one planet, man. And none of us got Jeff Bezos' money to, keep, to find another spot. 
So uh, empathy, yes, I will say that. I'm, that was for you, J.E. Uh, I want to thank everybody that tuned into the show as usual. Uh, and I will hopefully by this time next week, I will be out of Facebook jail. If not, uh, we'll make it work somehow. Uh, I want to thank everybody again. Uh, Critical One Thing in Podcast, you can know where to find us at on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, everything, all that stuff. You can find me on ComedianTyBarnett.com. And there will be a new YouTube page launched of just funny videos and shit like that. So uh, I'll keep you abreast of that. Thank you again, David, for doing the show. You guys take care. Critical One Thing in Podcast, Ty Barnett, on behalf of Ian Harris. Peace. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.